Hi, I'm Lina. Hi, I'm Irene. And we are International Voices, connected by our differences. So if you love discovering new cultures, traveling and thinking outside the box, this podcast is for you. Here, we apply the same rules as in our daily life. First, if we don't have fun, we don't do it. And second, we adapt to make it work. Welcome to our second episode, broadcasted by Radio Lu Studio. And today we are going to talk about traveling in a low budget because Lina and I, we are getting experts on that. <laughs> we just came from a trip. Uh, we were uh, we stayed five days, well, six, five, six, five days in Stockholm, mm -hmm. five nights. And yeah, um, we thought that maybe some of the, the things we just learned, it can be useful for you. Yeah, because there is so many things to keep in mind and that can help you when you're traveling, like related to the accommodation, the transport, the food, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for example, for the accommodation, I don't know, you can go to a hostel, you can go to platforms like Airbnb. Also, you can do like house uh, exchange, couch surfing, dog and house sitting, or visit your relatives or friends that they, if they live uh, abroad, that's another mm -hmm. option that is very cheap. Uh, so we can talk about uh, some of these uh, ways. Mm -hmm. Try to introduce them and explain a bit, especially because there are some that are less known than others. Mm -hmm. But let's start with the hostel because it's probably the first the first thing that comes into your mind when you're thinking traveling on a budget. Mm -hmm. Most of people think about going to a hostel. Yeah. And I think it's it's quite nice. Uh, I like hostels because for me it's a way also to meet people. I know we will have uh, sharing spaces, uh, the kitchen and where to eat and this kind of thing. So... I think it's it's kind of easier to meet people there because you're sharing, especially if it's uh, dorm dorm dormitories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I like this part, but sometimes it can be also a bit uh, <laughs> uncomfortable. Let's say it depends. It's like it's you and your luck, and the luck wasn't with us in <laughs> Stockholm. <laughs> well, depends. In some things, not that much. In others, it was okay. Like at least. I'm happy that we had our own bedroom. That's a lot. Like, especially now with the COVID situation for me, that was a priority. If no, I wouldn't have mine in another in another uh, situation. But uh, we were uh, the three of us, just Ida, Lina and I. Uh, mm -hmm. We are all the three of us. We are volunteering and we are living together in here in Sweden. Uh, and we had our own bedroom and we had our own bathroom. And for that, I'm super thankful because mm -hmm. I really enjoyed having our space there. And I think if you uh, go to a shared um, bedroom and shared bathroom too, <laughs> I think it's better if you do, for example, if you do the trip like in summer where you plan to stay a lot of hours outside and traveling mm -hmm. around and then you just go to sleep and that's it. Yeah. So you don't have to enjoy the place or stay locked a lot of yeah. hours because I was thinking, okay, thanks God that we went now that uh, there is a lot of light here in Sweden. It's May, um, but imagine if we had gone in January, <laughs> where at like at two or in December at two is night, it's yeah. everything is super dark, and then what do you do? Like uh, at two, you mm -hmm. come back. It's outside. It's uh, super cold, super dark. Everything is closed. Yeah. You are in the hostel, and then you are sharing the, in a shared bedroom. 
I don't know. Also, is what you said. The luck depends. Maybe you find a group of amazing people and you become friends and you play games or I don't know. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, it's you and your luck and sometimes it might be not very comfortable or the most comfortable choice with hmm. which brings us sure. yeah which brings us to the second option and which is my favorite it's airbnbs and when you think about having an entire flat for yourself sometimes it's it sounds like it will be more expensive uh, but i would say especially when you're in a big group of people it's a good option because then you just share The mm -hmm. price and everything gets uh, reduced a lot mm -hmm. and you have so much more comfort you have the kitchen you have the bathroom you have the living space like it's yours it's a mm -hmm. flat basically yeah so i would say it's like for me it's probably my favorite option yeah me too but i <laughs> i haven't tried camping yet yet maybe it will change maybe not <laughs> we'll see And also maybe for give you some some data, uh, when we were in the hostel in Stockholm, we were in the city center and we paid 18 euros per person per night. So I think it's really good. Mm -hmm. And then going to, we did a trip to Kiruna, a road trip. And on the way there, we stopped into uh, houses through Airbnb. And yeah, because uh, Kiruna is up north in Sweden mm -hmm. and right now we are living more in the south. Yeah. So basically we had to, to go super up. Uh, to travel the entire country and we were uh, making stops each yes, night on the way uh, on the way yeah yeah and those for example uh, it cost like 12 euros per person per night because we found really was it that cheap yes i wow. looked for it before yes wow uh like just in the way in in the way back it was a bit more expensive okay. and in kiruna itself it was a bit more expensive too mm -hmm. uh yeah but then also another thing that when you travel with a low budget is that you have to compromise somehow mm. and you have to adapt and that's what we did when we went to Kiruna in the, in Kiruna itself uh, we booked an accommodation and we had no running water mm -hmm. and we had a compostable toilet <laughs> a burnable toilet yes <laughs> so that also a burnable toilet that you had to wait 10 minutes to fly so one person goes you have to wait 10 minutes for the next person yeah. so yeah and then we yeah that's we didn't had running water but we figured it out and actually we laugh a lot yeah and i don't know lina if you want to share some of the anecdotes or no what happened in kiruna must remain <laughs> in kiruna <laughs> no no <laughs> but just I don't know, talking about this, like, like we did this compromise. Yeah, I would say Kiruna was kind of wild and like <laughs> savage. <maybe. laughs> it was like, it was, we had a budget, so we knew there are some stuffs we couldn't have or some options we didn't need or mm -hmm. we had to compromise on some stuffs mm -hmm. and it, it was an adventure and I'm just yes. happy that we kind of have all the same mindset Uh, because we knew it wouldn't be four stars hotel yeah. or this kind of thing. So we knew it was for five days and and we mm -hmm. would just yeah adapt. Adapt and, and make it. it work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I think it's very important to take it into consideration either to raise up your budget to have what you're actually looking for 
or and also to talk with the the people that are coming mm. with you to agree on a lifestyle of a spirit before to go because it can it can destroy friendships <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, i would say yeah i think it's important that you talk with the others about what you are expecting from the trip yeah and what are the others ideas of okay because maybe the other person they want really to ha be super comfortable and they are looking for something that is not what you're looking for yeah and kiruna was not comfortable <laughs> <laughs> no it was not but we laugh a lot like we had the sauna Uh, yeah, we had the sauna and and then we had to maybe we can explain how we clean the, the dishes. I think it's interesting. Like like we had we didn't had running water, but we clean the dishes and 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 then we throw the water in the sauna in the I don't know how yeah. to explain this in the canalization. Yes, but the sauna was in another building. So we had to to leave the house and walk through the other building in the middle of the snow yeah. and carrying the water. <laughs> That was definitely something. Yes. It was another lifestyle, slow rhythm. Yeah. And... But also another thing I learned because I, for me, I, I realized I don't need that much and I don't need to use that many water. And when we have it, like when we have running water, we use it like, yeah, yeah like like if nothing no yeah and then we we could shower for example in the sauna and that was interesting because the sauna was on so then i had i was going super fast in my case i don't know if if you did What do the you same. mean the sauna was on it was on so it was very uh, warm very super warm, warm. Okay. like super warm while i was having the shower so <laughs> i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah but then Well, you have to go fast because you're sweating, like you're showering and then you're sweating and you have to go out fast because what if not, if you stay there, then you have to shower again. Like, but then this, like this kind of things are like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And yeah. And then about the other options that we talk about, Lina actually told me about this before the podcast. I had no idea about dog sitting. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to explain, if someone doesn't know what it, this is about, yeah, I or house sitting, it must be more or less the same, maybe. House yeah, I, I would say I've never done it. I didn't check that much, so I'm just uh, giving some ideas here from what I know. Uh, dog sitting and house sitting—it's another way to to travel for cheap because basically, um, it's a win-win compromise. Let's say people want to go on holidays, and they want you to to uh, keep the house safe so basically mm -hmm. they're going somewhere from few days few weeks or whatever you're staying in their house and you're uh, making sure that everything is okay and it's a way to prevent from robberies as well especially in summer because it's it can happen that you're Uh, off on vacations and your house get uh, robbed mm -hmm. so it's to prevent this and the other option which is uh, dog sitting it's more for the people who have dogs and they don't know how they don't know anyone who could take care of the dog so you mm -hmm. just come and you take care of the dog in his in its own environment mm -hmm. and then you don't have to pay because you're it's like an exchange of service let's say yeah So that could be yeah, a nice... That's interesting. Yeah. And definitely. then what I really thought, uh, heard about before is about couch surfing. But mm -hmm. then sometimes I think it's for free in some, um, sometimes that they let it uh, stay in the, in the sofa in, yeah. for free. 
or sometimes it's pretty low budget. And now I'm thinking also sometimes you can rent just a bedroom in a house. Yeah. I actually did this once. And, but then at the end, the girl that she was staying, she was not there uh, the night. So, Ooh. yeah. Then we had, uh, I was uh, in a trip with a friend. So at the end, we were just, yeah, staying there. But if you don't want to just go and sleep in somebody else's couch, I would say you can always visit your relatives. Like, yeah. It's something to keep in mind, especially if they're abroad or this kind of thing. Like if you have family, I don't know, in Africa mm -hmm. or in the US, yeah. like Irene. <laughs> that. Yeah, I, I explained Dina before that when I was 18, I visited uh, one of my relatives, Thelma. She's living in Arizona in the US and she invited me to her house for three weeks in US. Wow. So that's amazing. Thank you, Thelma. And, and I enjoyed a lot that that trip was super special for me. And also on other occasions, for example, um, my cousin, uh, she, she had a workmate and he invited us to his place for a weekend in Brussels. So, oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> like I didn't know him at all, uh, Pau. And, and he said, yeah, you can, like, we told him, I don't know exactly how it was, but my cousin told him, we are thinking to go to Brussels. And he was like, yeah, if you want, you have place in my in my house and you can stay and then visit the city and everything. And we went mm -hmm. for a weekend and that was super nice because he didn't even know me. Yeah. Uh, and then, for example, uh, one of my friends, uh, we talked about her the past episode with Bogu from Poland. Mm -hmm. I visit her and then she visited me to Barcelona too. Uh, so we stayed in each other's house mm -hmm. and also for example here in Sweden I have one of my friends she's living in Gothenburg and I visit her for a weekend and I stayed there too <laughs> so I'm very lucky to have friends around yeah, the world yeah invest in people that are <laughs> living abroad yes <laughs> and we have also we've had the same experience here in Sweden that we could go oh, to yeah. mm -hmm. uh, to one of our uh, one of the other volunteers boss yes. that she she very nicely and kindly borrowed uh, borrowed us her house and then we could just go there for free and then it's one less thing that you have in mind because you know the accommodation is here and you don't have to pay for it and you can just yeah. uh, go so thanks a lot yes Okay, then another thing that we can talk about is the food. And for example, what we did in the trips that we are doing together, all of us, is I usually create a menu for the whole, the all the days. That yeah, Irene is the cook of the team. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, like I do the menu, thinking like every day, the lunch, the dinner, everything. Then we go grocery shopping. And we grocery shop for all of us. And this at the end of the day is much cheaper than if mm -hmm. one of us does uh, individually. And then, uh, yeah, and we prepare it accordingly to what mm -hmm. we write down. And yeah. and then you're, uh, you're saving also because you know when you're going to the shop, you mm -hmm. will buy this, that, mm -hmm. this and that. So you don't get, I mean, we got lost on the way. <laughs> Still, mm -hmm. I've, I've bought other things too, but... At least it's kind of easier yeah. to have it. So you, you have an idea of the budget beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then also you have to adapt to the tools you will have. Because maybe yeah. you always have to think about that. Like 
what if you don't have an oven? I don't know, maybe you're thinking, oh, we will do pizza. Yeah, but you don't have an oven. Then how you do the pizza? Or Microwave? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or for example, here, like in the hostel in Stockholm, we didn't have uh, stoves. So then we just had a fridge and we had a microwave. So yeah. then I adapt all the food that I had to prepare for myself. Well, in that trip, we did it, uh, we split. So we, everyone, each of us were doing uh, their own stuff. But mm-hmm. in my case, I have to say that I spent more than in the other trips where we were sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then I had to adapt. And also in my case, I'm celiac. And also I'm lactose intolerant and soy intolerant. So then Maybe I Maybe have... you can just precise what celiac means. Okay. Celiac is I cannot eat gluten and gluten you can find it in bread, uh, bakery things, um, everywhere. Flour everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, and then the lactose and soy. So yeah, I really have to plan my meals before mm-hmm. traveling always. When I travel I, I always take with me Uh, food from the house so I make sure I will have food enough um, and I always prepare and and in this trip on top of that I didn't have the option to cook the food so I Mm. prepare raw food and tupperwares uh, with chickpeas and veggies and things like that Mm -hmm. uh, for all the days Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you always have to check beforehand so that Mm -hmm. you know even when you're grocery shopping Mm -hmm. And you you adapt. Sometimes it's sometimes it's cooler than others. In Kiruna, we had a very small fridge, like super tiny. And since the weather was so cold, we could just leave frozen stuffs outside in front of our door. <laughs> yes. So for once, it was like, oh, okay, we we can just do it like that. So we had half of our grocery shopping outside, in, outside waiting for us yeah. in front of the door. That was quite fun. <laughs> that was quite fun. And you can also Uh, I was talking about microwave and there is so many options with the microwave. I didn't know about it beforehand. I was thinking, yeah, it's just to warm up the food that I've already done. And actually, I realized that it could be more than that while I was like looking at Irene. She's cooking potatoes in the (laughs) microwave. And that was a first for me. (laughs) That was the first time I saw it. Uh, how long do you let it, kind of, so that we have I an idea? I four minutes, maybe, or five. Depends. I usually put two, three, one side, and then I turn it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I found crazy things on the internet. Like, you can always, you can also cook an egg. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you just have to open it and to put it in a bowl. And then for a few minutes as well, you can have a, an egg. Uh, cooked and I've also seen uh, macaroni mac and cheese <laughs> so if you if you feel like you're a fancy dinner out of the microwave there is always an option mm-hmm. uh, I didn't try it please if you do share it with us because yes. that will be interesting I, I tried a mac cake and I burned it so <laughs> I will have to keep trying so I get the exact minutes and yeah yeah and then, uh, what about the transport, Lina? Maybe we could talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Kiruna by car, so if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I don't have much to say. We, we t- <laughs> <laughs> we've rented uh, the... We, ha- we have luck that we can rent the cars, uh, the company's car. So mm-hmm. the car of the place where 
working with so we could just like borrow the car and uh, go up north so it was uh, less pricey yeah much less because if if not with renting a car with a normal company definitely that was not an option no Mm -hmm. so yeah so we we've got lucky we could just uh, mm-hmm. used the car and the car didn't die on the way this was very nice <laughs> we got stuck once though <laughs> because it and wasn't snow. very fitting for the weather let's say so we got stuck once but apart from that everything mm-hmm. was fine yeah 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 another option that you can do traveling is to go by interrail mm-hmm. and then you can visit by train different countries and actually it costs like 251 euros today I checked to travel through Europe for one month and then you can do seven um, stops on the way. Yeah, so, it's a budget, it's a packaging, mm-hmm. like yeah. you're paying once for multiple uh, trains. Yes, and then it counts like a day, like for example, if you have seven days where you can travel and then that day you can take as much trains as you want during wow. that day. I did it to go to Austria once mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, so check it out, Interrail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not the only thing. Maybe a more popular option would be Flixbus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an alternative, like it's it's very cheap as well. You can find crazy prices mm-hmm. for uh, crazy trips. So it's something to keep in mind too. Yeah. And then uh, when you are in the city, uh, also you can think about, okay, uh, maybe we don't need to buy a ticket if we are staying in the city center, like we did in Stockholm. We stayed Mm -hmm. in the city center. So then we walk through the whole city. 30 Uh, kilometers a day. I was (laughs) dying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I did like maybe not that much in my case. I think you walk more than me because sometimes we were splitting. Uh, but yeah, like we walked through the whole city. At the yeah. uh, at the end of the day, we were exhausted. Uh, yeah. But then it was a COVID-friendly thing to do. And then we yeah. saved like 60 euros just doing that. Yeah. And then it's perfect. We don't have to pay for the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, and I would say, I would add like, look for offers. Because mm-hmm. there is some days that are cheaper than others and like Irene can maybe talk about it for Mm. Black Friday yeah Yeah. with my cousin Elena we have like the tradition to look at the offers at the flight uh, cheap offers that we find for Black Friday Mm -hmm. and for example one year we went for 35 euros to go and come back Mm -hmm. to Geneva and yeah and we took a flight and it just cost that but when we were searching that we weren't we were looking, okay, what is cheap right now? What is the offer? And then we were going there. So we were not thinking, okay, I want to go to Maldivas and then I find the <laughs> offer. No, we were looking, okay, where is the cheapest place to go right now, today? <laughs> okay, we will go there. That's first. And then also the apartment where we stayed was expensive. So it's like an expensive city. Um, so also you have to take that into account before booking the flight or before, yeah. Yeah, there is so many things to take into account. I have kind of, I wouldn't say a bad experience with it, but it's more like, okay, I've learned a lesson because once I organized a trip with a friend of mine, her name is Anya, and uh, same, we were uh, traveling on a low budget. 
and we found like the cheapest train tickets that were the first of January. So I was like, first of January, 3 a.m. in the train station, let's just go. <laughs> and it was, if you look at the prices, it was a very good idea. If you look at the surroundings and the options we had that day, it was a very bad idea because on the 1st of January, there's mm -hmm. no public transport. All the taxi were not working, no Uber, no nothing. And I usually try to have like the, the earliest train so I can actually spend, uh, not waste the first day. You know, I don't like mm -hmm. to arrive in the city and to just sleep. It feels like I'm losing something. So we were like the night before we were stuck. Like, how do we go there? Uh, who can drive us there? There's no buses. There is no nothing. What did and, you do? Well, we called a friend, <laughs> basically a friend we could count on this day. And uh, from for my next trips now, I know why it is so cheap to tra to travel on the first of January because like. <laughs> This is problematic, I would say. And then even there, all the shops were closed. And like, that was a dis disaster. We arrived and it was raining. And like, I had three oranges and that was it. <laughs> and we were looking at each other, eating oranges, thinking, never again, never <laughs> again. <laughs> and then also you did um, hitchhiking, right? Maybe you can tell us your adventures. Yeah, that was quite something as well, like talking about uh, issues while traveling, accommodation issues. Uh, I would say hitchhiking is, of course, it's the cheapest. I wouldn't say, I, I kind of think it's the best way as well to travel. I experienced it for the first time in Romania, where I was volunteering and we used to just split like two, three people and just like spend minutes or hours uh, on the street with the thumb up and waiting for somebody to, to be nice enough to stop. Um, and I would say like it teaches you a lot about patience because sometimes <laughs> it's, sure. yeah, sometimes it's super fast and sometimes you feel like you'll never be able to go home and you're so desperate. It's like, can somebody stop please like you're you, yeah you have to be very flexible it's not it's nothing you can just book and go and some days it works perfectly some days it doesn't mm -hmm. I remember sometimes people would stop but then they wouldn't go our way mm -hmm. or they couldn't take the three of us so it was only two people and then you always have to question yourself like do we split Uh, do we take this car and stop on the way or should we wait for somebody else who will just bring us home or what do we do and mm -hmm. and who is not believing in it? Come on, just if you don't trust the process, there's so yeah. much less cars <laughs> stopping for you. So it's, yeah, it's it's an adventure, I would say. And I have a question because I've never done it. How you trust the persons that they stop? Did you had at some point like the impression, okay, this person is weird, I'm not going in. Uh, but then they are saying, yeah, I'm going to your direction. Then what do you do? What do you do? I, I don't know. I was, I, I was just getting in. You're so happy. Somebody <laughs> finally stops. You're like, let's just get in and let's see how everything happens. 
I wasn't uh, questioning myself so much. I felt reassured because we were always uh, three people. So you feel like you're not by yourself. And I would say this is a first thing. And in Romania, it's a very common thing because of like a communism period. Mm -hmm. So it's very usual. There's like grandmas hitchhiking <laughs> from one w village to the other. It's a, yeah. I would say, yeah, there yeah. it's more common. And then they have this tradition to just um, give a bit of money to the people. So you're not just riding okay. for free. You mm -hmm. always give a bit of contribution. Mm -hmm. And I've had very nice experience with people, actually. It was a way to, to meet people as well. Like, mm -hmm. I remember once we had a truck driver and he was so much fun. He was putting music. He bought us some snacks and... Yeah, he was very nice and he did, he refused the money we wanted to give to him so mm -hmm. yeah it was it was very nice experience i think you can meet a lot of people like this on the way and but it's always about how comfortable you are with this yeah. fact and it's not uh a hundred percent safe either yeah so, and yeah. it's not for everyone too like, yeah <laughs> definitely mm -hmm. like biking maybe it's like now we're talking about wild uh transports yes. wild ways to get from one point to the other so we couldn't talk about it without talking about Jan Malte he's another volunteer here he's from Germany and I remember like the first uh, image I had of him like the first thought the first moment uh, even before to be here in Sweden together it's like we received an email and he was like yeah I'm, I'm biking <laughs> through Sweden and I was thinking wait what <laughs> and at first I was thinking he was biking from Germany to Sweden but he's not as crazy as that let's say he biked like the south of uh, Sweden it was um, 411 kilometers and mm. that's also a way yeah. to get from one point to the other of course um, but you have you need the legs for it. I wouldn't be able to do it for sure. I would die on the road. <laughs> I would give up. But I, I would stop like the second hour. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But he did it and I could ask him a few questions. Um, at first, you think that it might be the more economical option, the, the cheapest, because he was camping on the way. Mm -hmm. So he had a tent. He didn't have to go in hostels and or to look for accommodations but I would say it's not as cheap as it uh, first looks like because uh, first of all you need a good bike so if mm -hmm. you don't have a good bike yeah. you better not just go on a trip that is taking you uh, a lot of days uh, you also have to buy the material the tents the um, buckets to put your uh, your clothes and everything So it's a lot. I mean, it can be a lot. It can be very pricey if you add up all the um, expenses you need for this kind of trips. Um, yeah, it's like you're not paying for accommodations, but you're paying for other stuff. So it's mm -hmm. just to have it in mind. Yeah, just to have mm -hmm. it in mind. But if you feel like it, just go yeah, for sure. it and mm -hmm. please share it with us <laughs> in the end. Hopefully we'll have him on the podcast so he can develop a bit more about this experience. Yeah, that would be awesome to have him. Yeah, and it leads us to another topic that we wanted to talk about. It's how to 
expand your mind a bit and how to travel differently because there's so many options there's so many ways to travel and we wanted to talk about some maybe starting by volunteering because this is what we're doing right now mm -hmm. exactly volunteering gives us the opportunity to travel to another country and doing an EDS we have the tickets uh, kind of paid not 100% but part of the tickets uh, to go to Sweden and to come back to our country are paid and also for example you can do also short volunteerings and sometimes you have paid the tickets uh, to arrive to the country and sometimes you have paid the accommodation and not the tickets Yeah. But this is how yeah. I've been to Romania and this mm -hmm. is the first reason why I've had uh, summer vacations and I was thinking I have like two months in which I'm free. Mm -hmm. I don't have much money to travel on my own so I'll just try to find a program and then it's I would say the perfect thing because mm -hmm. uh, almost everything is covered and you don't have to look for any accommodation, insurance and this kind of things because everything is taken Mm -hmm. um, in charge by your um, the receiving organization the counterpart yeah. is just that you have to work on a project mm -hmm. but it's a very nice way to to go somewhere for cheap and just to to contribute also to the the society and the mm -hmm. local people there yeah and also this gives you the opportunity to meet people from other countries and that's also a really nice experience yeah i went also volunteering uh during my holidays one year in august i think it was july or august and i went for two weeks to austria mm -hmm. and i was uh, writing articles for wikipedia well translating them actually okay. it was about um biographies of uh, environmental activists and mm -hmm. they were we were translating them from English to our uh, mother home uh, country like for example from English in my case to Catalan and Spanish and the other volunteers they were translating it to their own languages mm -hmm. uh, so it was really interesting experience and I loved it actually <laughs> <laughs> And in the the same line, the same direction, there is also woofing. It's kind of the same spirit as well. Uh, but it's more, I would say, uh, uh, farm works or people mm -hmm. who have fields. And uh, basically, you sign up to the platform. You have to pay to access to the offers. But then it's people saying, okay, uh, we have uh, a field. We need people to help us with the... Uh, taking off the weed or whatever and then you can go there and you have a, a place where to stay and usually you work like in the morning until the very early afternoon and you're free after that so it's also something to take into account mm -hmm. same as work away it's kind of the same principle yeah as well mm -hmm. so there like there is so many things to check out like If you, especially if you're on a budget, there's a much more options than just booking everything by yourself. Yeah. Before we end, I think it could be nice uh, to share what we like the most about traveling this way. So, mm -hmm. Lena, if you want to answer us, I think for me the best part of it is like it's to to live with other people and to share this experience with other people because mm -hmm. you're coming here you're by yourself but you know that four people will be waiting for you or maybe even more so you 
you're working as a team and you're uh, sharing this experience abroad with people, you're discovering the country in the same time, you're working on uh, similar projects and you're spending so much time together, you have fun together, you are depressed together, you <laughs> cook together, you eat together, sometimes you're tired to be together, but most of the time you're enjoying it so much. Mm -hmm. So this is, for yeah. me, this is the best thing of it. What's about you? Yeah, I was thinking about uh, saying like the people you get to know mm -hmm. and also sometimes they have a kind of a same mindset that you have yeah. and sometimes it is something you don't find in I don't know in your hometown in your city and sometimes is you have the same friends that uh, I don't know that you had from from high school or from the school or uh, or even at the university maybe they don't uh, have this passion for traveling and then when you do volunteers abroad uh, in other countries and with people from other cultures somehow they have uh, this kind of mindset too and you have a shared values yeah that's very interesting and this is something that i always found like all the volunteers i did well all i didn't do that much <laughs> but i did like two or three but always it happened this mm -hmm. nice yeah Well, uh, we hope you enjoy listening to us. Uh, hopefully we inspired you to travel once it's uh, possible again. I know a lot of us, we are looking forward to it. And yeah, thank you so much and see you next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bloopers. <laughs> no, no, we can try again. I don't know. If you know, we quit today and we do it another day. That's it. Another day we'll fly like this and we'll, we'll make it. Mm. Let's try again because... It's mm -hmm. been already two, three hours. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Welcome to the International Voices Podcast. <laughs> And we will not do a podcast like this. Welcome okay. to the International Voices <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>